as always, I took it upon myself to try out Prey to make a decision of whether this game is worth your hard-earned cash or not. In my reviews, I like to focus on how the game affects me and moves me in three sensory categories. So you've got sight, which focuses on art styles and visual effects, sound, which focuses on the soundtrack and different audio effects in the game, and finally feel, which focuses on gameplay and how satisfying it felt to play the game. <clears throat> now, when it was announced that Prey 2 was to be scrapped in lieu of a soft reboot of the series, many people were pretty wary of this decision. The little we saw of Prey 2 before it got shelved showed promise, and while this new game, just simply entitled Prey, looked amazing, people were worried that it may suffer from you know, reboot-itis, where in trying to make an older product or franchise appeal to modern audiences, they lose what made the original so special and precious in the first place. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. So, first we've got the site. So, um... Prey was developed by Arcane Studios, and from the moment, first moment of the game, that is completely apparent. Like, they, they have a distinct art style that, while not re realistic in any fashion at all, it conveys exactly what they need it to in this as well as the Dishonored games, which you probably know them from. <clears throat> um, so, starting the game, your character, Morgan Yu, wakes up in his or her immaculate apartment and all seems pretty normal but as you put on your work clothes and head out to to go to work for some tests but like yeah it, it as you as you progress through the story it, it gets more and it's like things get more and more messed up and and the world around you sort of matches that state of things and and that was a really nice touch so, um, I mean, without wanting to spoil the story at all, eventually in the game you'll be facing off against the alien race known as the Typhon. So, um, the design in these enemies, and with the various different versions of them, are some of the coolest designs I've ever seen. One of, one of the first forms you'll see in the game is the Mimic, and as its name suggests, it can copy the appearance of op objects around it, pouncing on any unsuspecting victims walking by and it's it's a fucking shitstorm um at first your character is still fairly underpowered this this made for a really tense game of hitting like all the coffee cups in every room with a wrench just in case they they attack back but it also trains you not to trust the appearance of the world around you which come which becomes very useful later on in the game and in the narrative of the whole story <clears throat> Now, the original Prey had an, an innovative approach to perspective with its use of distorted gravity and portals and this, this new imagining, while still staying fairly grounded, remarkably makes use of perspective as well. Like, uh, so, as you venture through the game, you'll come across a piece of technology called the Looking Glass that takes our current virtual reality technology and instead of having to wear like a bulky headpiece or something like that it runs through it runs the image through a pane of glass <clears throat> essentially creating a portal into whatever was being recorded at the time now this is this effect is really really cool and was made even cooler when the glass got shattered revealing what was behind the pane of glass in the effect in the shattered area 
but still retaining the looking glass feed through any unaffected areas of the glass. Um, <clears throat> so overall, this game is visually outstanding and reminds me a lot of Bioshock in that even the environment, in a way, is a character of the game itself. And it has those really dark themes that Dishonored has, um, which, which was really awesome as well. So, um, okay, we'll move on to sound now. Um, the sound in this game was breathtakingly good. Um, the game made excellent use of the music to create the, that exact response it needed from the player, whether that be of wonder, comfort, tension, crapping themselves, you know, all, all that sort of stuff. So, mere minutes into the game, you're sitting in a helicopter listening to a catchy tune, and it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, I was tapping my foot while I was playing, like, listening to this awesome music, um, and just looking around the environment, um, and then I was amazed when I looked down, and my character was actually tapping her foot to that as well, to the music, I thought that was a really cool little level of detail, um, and it just goes to show how much, how much love and attention Arcane put into this title, because you, you don't really get that sort of stuff usually. Um, so that was really good. The, the sound effects of the Typhon were brilliantly haunting as well. Um, not only did they look scary, but the way the phantom form, which is this, this big humanoid form, um, like would, would repeat random lines of dialogue as though it was like remembering different, different snippets of the hosts, the host human's life before it got devoured was downright unsettling. Um, it was as if the human mind inside the Phantom thought it was still human and it was fighting off Typhon itself still, or it was just sort of saying random crap from when it was, when it was still human. Um, this, this really made me question the game world and its reality, which is a running theme throughout the whole thing, which is, which is awesome. Um, so, like, never have I been moved um, by the use of ambient noise or audio cues as I have with, with this title, Arcane really deserved to be commended, commended for the clear amounts of effort and love they pumped into this title. It was, it was amazing. Um, okay, so feel, which, um, yeah, so while smoothly, while mostly smooth to control and move Morgan around the Talos One station, I had a few issues with how sensitive the movement thumbstick was, especially when you were like crouching down and, and stuff like that. Um, I found that whenever I would take my thumb off the left stick on my PS4 controller to stop moving, Morgan would like jerk around left to right like she desperately needed to urinate or something. Like, um, while this problem wouldn't exist on PC when using the keyboard to move around, most games on console usually take precautions to alleviate this sort of jerky response to slight micro-movements on the thumbstick. All this said, though, I really only found it, like I said, while I was crouching. And while I did find it slightly harrowing while I was trying to activate terminals and the like, like moving around and you know, all that sort of stuff. I, I didn't find it game-breaking, and it, it, it didn't really deter my overall in, overall enjoyment of the game. Um, so this, this game had a really interesting 
leveling system, which is kind of similar to the Dishonored runes. Um, so in that your character doesn't level up at all. Um, instead you collect items around the game world called neuromods. So to the, to then invest in, in different skills to make your character st- stronger. Very, very similar as well to the Atom from Bioshock, except it, it's sort of a little bit more streamlined and it's a bit, bit nicer. Um, an interesting thing I found later on in the game was that fair chunks of the game would change depending on what skills you invested your neuromods into. If you invested too many points into learning alien-based powers, the ship's defense systems would no longer recognize you as human and begin to attack you the moment you came into sight. A typhon creature called the Nightmare would also appear as you started installing more and more neuromods, and you could either defeat it and use a lot of your precious ammunition, or you could evade it for a certain amount of time and it would disappear into the ether again. What, like, waiting for its next opportunity to make you soil yourself. Um, traversal in this game was a, was fairly clunky at first, um, but if you invest skill points into jumping higher and moving faster, this no longer becomes a problem as you begin to just jump so high that you clear almost any obstacle that previously gave you grief. Um, while, while feeling slightly annoying at, at first, it's... Cl- it's completely understandable in the context of the game that you're sort of learning the rules of the game world at the same time that Morgan is. Um, and, and like, this is similar to Dishonored as well. Like it's, it's, it's a bit of a learning curve for the game. So I I didn't really have any trouble, any, any problems with that. Um, overall, it's a pretty smooth title with very satisfying gameplay as well, as well as the character progression. While while Prey felt like it played very similar to Dishonored, this wasn't necessarily a bad thing, and it it really paid off with it, because Dishonored does play really well. Um, So, in in conclusion, um, the game, you know, absolutely blew me away. While while that could be... While what, what could be classed as the second act did drag on a little, the ending was sufficiently mind-blowing that it made all it made it all worth it in the end. I was I was highly I would highly recommend this game to anyone who didn't find any of the Bioshock games too scary and anyone who loves a story that leaves you thinking about it and speculating what actually happened long after the credits have ceased rolling across the screen. As someone who loves a good sci-fi story, I cannot recommend this game enough. Well, thanks for listening anyway, um, and yeah, I'll, I'll be doing every review that I do, I'll be doing it in this format as well as the written format now, so, um, people who don't like to read all that much can just sort of listen to it, um, while they're going to sleep, and I, my lovely voice will put them to sleep, or they can listen to it in their car, or something like that, you know, you know how the fucking podcast works so um yeah thank thank you so much for listening and um i'll look at putting more content up soon hope you liked it bye